Welcome to the FinGen Show. And thank you so much for joining us today. One of the topics I've been asked this year to talk more about than I've had for maybe a couple of years is the topic of attracting and retaining talent. While large corporations may face similar challenges, I'm focusing the energy today in the discussion on the startup and small business world. Of course, I've been able to learn a lot from also the large corporations, and I'm going to touch a little bit on that as well. To attract and retain talent in today's environment, much different than in the past. Today, when we did a survey in a last workshop I did, we had over 50 some people working from home, 35% working from the office and about 15 other percent working somewhere else, probably hotels, probably a car, probably walking or jogging. I didn't ask that detail. But the reason I bring this up, because you have to understand today's environment, you may have to be a little bit more flexible, not about all employees. There are some certain jobs that you have to be there to perform so you could therefore make it happen. But there are some jobs that can be done remote. And many people, if you ask this question pre-March 19, you know, 2020, last year, you would have thought, no way, I could never do this remote. And you ask them today, they'll be like, why would I have an office again? It's the same person. We already know that many colleges used to say, we don't want to do online education. And most all, almost all of them were forced to do online education last year in 2020. So you want to think about this, which is really simple. What can you do with the information that you have today to attract and retain talent? We know that sometimes they also, you might want to work from home or you work from the office, no matter what you choose. If you choose to have them work from home, they're now being distracted. Maybe kids in the background, maybe parents in the background, maybe a significant other in the, in the house. They are in an environment where maybe eight people on the net and there's a, you know, the internet is not stable. There are all kinds of things. And if you ask them to come to work, it's also the same thing. There could be all kinds of challenges, which is they can't leave the house because the kids are not going to school or the spouse lost the job. So therefore someone needs to take care of the other person, whatever the scenario is, you might want to think through how to attract and retain this talent because there are amazing talent out there. Now you could really tap into it and you don't have to be geographically associated to that talent. Now, the truth is from my learning is there are always amazing talent within the geographical area that you live. It's just a matter of knowing them and attracting them and then retaining them. So attract them, think about some of these ideas. Think about creating a pipeline for the future. So interns, which most of you already know what an intern is. So someone maybe in college that you could get them engaged with you maybe on a part-time basis, one of the things we learned is you don't have to work 20 hours. Some of them are actually happy with 10 to 15 hours. We've had few that wanted to work like five hours a month and they were happy with it because it was just like one weekend a month, they came to work and that was it. They were able to make a little extra cash and that's what they wanted to do. Now you might think, well, I don't have enough work for them. Well, you might want to think about how you could maybe pile up the things that you need to do since they're not urgent. And maybe when they do show up, they could make those things happen that day. We've also discovered a new term that most of you might know, which is called fellowship. 
And what we've noticed is a lot of the fellowships, these are usually individuals maybe with five to 10 years experience, and they're looking to transition from one career to another. It could be a life situation, it could be a personal situation, it could be a career change, whatever the scenario is. They have five to 10 years in experience and they're looking to shift their move and explore some new ideas. We've seen this work really well. And generally speaking, these fellowships range between one to three years. We've seen as little as, you know, a couple of, you know, six to eight weeks, but most of them really range between one to three years. And what you do with that follow person is now you could assign them to a specific task that you want to do that could potentially maybe attract them to this new industry that you're in or to the new career that they want to move to. And maybe they will move on from this fellowship program one to three years to being with you for a longer term. So this is one way to attract and retain them. Of course, you, many of you already know about the co-ops, working with the university or a community college where they might go to school half-time, come to work half-time, and then within two or three years, now you could employ them. These are ways to create pipeline for your business. So you might want to think through some of these ideas to attract and retain. Thank you so much for joining. See you in a bit. We'll take a short break. Welcome back. <clears throat> so one of the things we... Yeah, we've been talking about is this talent of attracting and retaining. So to attract them, you got some ideas hopefully now of how to attract them. If they're a professional in their field and attract them, you might want to think about a couple of these new ideas. We have seen many trends today with this idea of 322 or 494 or 31. And some of these terms, they were old. They were just got a new life, like the 494. Four days a week, nine hours, one day a week, four hours. Meaning Monday through Thursday, you could come to work for nine hours. And on Friday, you have till four hours and you can go home. Some others have had the whole day off. This 322 concept, although it's been around for a while with COVID, it really got a new life. Meaning that three days at the office, two days at home, two days off. And you could do this rotations. We've also seen a lot of three ones or Three two, uh, sorry, three two two, three one two two, four. And basically, what it means is, three months, three weeks out of the month, you come to work. One week you could work from home or anywhere else you want to. Next month, two weeks in the office, two weeks from home, and the next month, all four weeks at the office. This is a new trend. Some of them doing this rotation, some of them just picking sticking with one, some of them sticking with two, some of them doing once a quarter, you do this. It's no right or wrong, it's what works for you. And that's one way to retain and, and attract talent that's in the field that may be exceptional. Many of our competitions that we've noticed talking to them, talking to different competition that work within the different industries is that I'm going to say the aggressiveness of attracting and retaining talent become a little bit more fierce. Companies are willing to double someone's pay. In several discussions, some of the people I, wor I worked with told me that some of the offers they got made the other offers look like a joke because they were just so much better in all the offerings. Now, I don't want you to take it the wrong way. Money is not everything. Many of the times it was about how many days they get off, number of days of vacation, number of what they're calling these days mental days and so on and so forth so you want to think about 
or the flexibility of working from home or the flexibility to set them up from home with a nice office. So you might want to think about what kind of package, I'm going to say package, that you plan to offer to get people moving forward to work to be retained or attracted for your company. The last thing I'm going to mention is the whole concept of entrepreneurial culture versus a corporate culture. And we all know that although strategies are important to attract and retain talent, you definitely want to have a strategy for who you want to attract, what kind of experience you want them to have, what kind of diversity you want to have, and all those things. And that's important. And we also know that culture is much more powerful than any strategy you could ever have. If there's a culture in the place to say, you better follow the lines or you're going to be out, or you better keep interrupting or you never get anything happen, whatever the culture is, culture will always do better than any strategies you may have. So if you could create a culture that promotes to attract and retain top talent, then it's gonna be easier for you to do that. And many of the new generations are really focused on what I'm gonna call the entrepreneurship mindset. And it doesn't mean that they wanna be an entrepreneur necessarily. And sometimes some of the organization call it entrepreneurship with an I, meaning that they work for an organization and they are being an entrepreneur within that organization. It's really the mindset, it's the way of thinking, it's the way they approach things. Are they willing to bring up some ideas that may be uncomfortable, that they wanna solve a problem and they see some resources that they would like to deploy? Not necessarily theirs, but they're leveraging that kind of mindset of there's a problem or there's an opportunity and I wanna go after it. Versus having a corporate culture, which is basically means here are the guidelines, and by the way, are really important and vital to have at a certain point, as well as some of the employees may need it. But being able to understand which employee wants what and when to expose them to which one, that allows you then to attract and retain talent. This topic is long, as you know, and we've learned so much from so many of you. So thank you for giving us your insights and opening up your doors so we can learn about you and your work. And thanks for listening. Have a great day. See you next week.